and welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. Here's our podcast. The realistic tea-loving SLP, because that's what I'm drinking today, Deb. Tea. Tea. Well, I have wine. That's right. I'm so proud of you for having wine. Yeah. My voice is a little difficult now, but that's why I'm going to have some vocal rests too and some soothing beverages, some nice thin liquid. So, but I'm more excited to hear about what you're drinking rather than what I'm drinking. All right. So I'm drinking a unfiltered organic wine that's called Couple Goals. Couple Goals. Couple and goals. Yeah, it's from France. It is um, 50% Chardonnay and 50% uh, Chenin. And it's non-filtered, blended after fermentation, um, and aged six months. So who knows what that means? Anyway, it was $18, and it's $18 online. So there's a win for me. Finally didn't get robbed here in Brooklyn. Doing well. Doing well. Um, Let's cheers to that. Yeah. Right? Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to cheers my bottle. Cheers. Uh, Maria was supposed to come over, but she's not feeling great. So we are back on Zoom. But I think that, you know what? Our fans are stellar people, and they listen to us regardless of the quality of our our video. Thank you, fans. Thank you, listeners. Our audio, yes. We'll do an SLP shout-out. I know Gail Merrifield listens to us and Bettina. Gave us a little sh- comment on Instagram. So those little comments, those little doses of communication, they go a long way for us. And yeah, um, yeah I wasn't feeling so great, Deb. And I was just <laughs> like, I think she's going to want me there anyway. <laughs> so like her son is sick and he's going to daycare. And I know if like if he gets so even just like sniffles and it's like yeah. not even, you know, so I'm just like, don't want to be that person. But yeah. I feel like if I feel it physically I'm like I don't want to willingly go somewhere and I know I don't feel a hundred percent yeah but to be clear Benjamin doesn't feel sick thank goodness he was sick a little bit last week but now he's quite he's doing well so this cork I wanted to bring up is a hundred percent recycled and the wine is organic fancy yes so tasting notes a skin contact blend this dry, medium-bodied wine is structured and refreshing. Aromas of stone fruits, black tea, citrus are all very food-friendly. Uh, you can pair it with roasted vegetables and white fish. And I'm going to drink it. Deb is sipping. And it's good. I like it. I vote drink it. It is It's a nice afternoon wine. Um, okay. Very... It says medium bodied, but I would say like light bodied. It's very easy drinking light wine. And um, it comes in a bigger bottle than the smaller bottles. It's not a huge bottle, but it's a good size. So I vote drink it. Couple goals. I'm going to put a cork in it. Okay. Those are some couple goals to so sit down, have some organic recycled cork. Uh, under 20 buck wine and that sounds mm-hmm. like a great one or you know just a night for yourself you know maybe it's a party of one 
Maybe. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I wanted to do a little, you know, uh, back to one of our episodes about Wine 101, where you mentioned the light bodied and the medium bodied. So I'm going just off of memory now. And I want to say that you, I think, looked this up or, and they are wine experts confirmed it, that medium bodied is like a similar texture to like drinking like whole milk and light bodied is a similar texture to drinking more like skim milk. So like dealing with the thickness or the viscosity of the liquid, if we want to get right. technical yeah. here. Is you know. that what it is? I don't remember that. I know that's what it is with beer. Um, okay. Well, I think it's just nice yeah. to have a reference. The mouthfeel. Couple goals is says it states it's medium bodies, but medium body, but you feel like it feels lighter. Yeah, it's quite light. It's nice though. I I um I, I like it. Uh, I guess, I mean, every time I'm here talking about wine, I'm like, how have I not learned more about wine in the past five years? <laughs> this Don't do that to yourself. You like <laughs> growing humans, just learning more and more about wine. And we, we have that episode. And I feel like we ourselves can maybe go back to our own episodes and confirm, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm willing to bet like, I don't know, $60 that I'm correct. 60. So she's only 60% sure of herself. That's not that high, Maria. Okay, 70%. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Um, Five, final answer, 75. Do you um, you have any New Year's resolutions? I don't. I've let that go, that New Year, New Me stuff. I'm just, every day is a new day, and I know where I want to go, and that's just pretty much continue Mm -hmm. working continue focusing on um, repairing and fixing interior design stuff in our home and uh, have a goal to go see Asia. So those are my top three. And I think three goals is enough. Is that like you want to go to like the continent or you want to see a show called Asia? No, I want to go to the continent. I I would say I would visit Asia. I would like to. (laughs) I just don't know yet. So I'm keeping it broad. You know, I don't want to pick like oh indonesia so i'm just keeping it to like asia the continent all those countries that are under that umbrella i mean i would like to meet a panda and i think i'd have to go to asia in order to do that i think california has though and there's (laughs) don't they i don't know now at 95 dollars on that (laughs) this got into a gambling episode i guess i mean (laughs) We're gambling. Let's gamble. <laughs> Maria's gonna owe me some money after this. Um, she have, yeah, like, like teacher resources, like <laughs> two fools for that. No, just kidding. I don't want. I don't want to see a caged panda. I want to like hug a panda. Mm. Hugging a panda. I'm sure Benjamin would enjoy that too. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I'd like to do. Um, it's my okay. number one dream. Other than having a perfect angel baby like I have already, um, outside of that, is the meet a panda. Yeah, like like right under angel baby is panda. Panda, yeah, for sure. Ever since I saw that like great panda adventure where that kid's like running around in the forest with the panda, I was like, I need that in my life. I don't know what that is, Deb. Is that a movie? It is. You'll have to look it up. Tell me, what's the title? 
I think it was Great Panda Adventure, but I don't know for sure. I have I will bet zero dollars on that. Um, zero dollars. <laughs> the name, but it was just like this kid, and he was like, I don't know, on a mission or so. All I took away was he was carrying a panda, and I was like, sign me up. I like that new. So, so same question to you. Do you have New Year's resolutions, Deb? No, I'm already doing my best. There we go. Yeah. Well, what, what are I your, <laughs> you know, I picked like three things that I just want to like do in my life, but I feel like I am on that track doing them, you know, so just want to continue the path I'm on, I guess. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, ultimately my goal is to live off my husband. Okay. Uh, that's that is, that's <laughs> my goal. I mean, I love my job right now and my boss just had a baby and I would um not want to leave my job or abandon her in any way. Um and I think no matter you know how well Mike is doing, I will still always work mm. just less, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that my favorite thing to do would be like 3 or 4 days a week from 9:30 to 3:30. And then okay. like, and then my son can be in daycare from nine o'clock to four o'clock. I think that's great hours. Um, yeah. So that's, that's just my, my, uh, that's my uh, dream. Okay. <laughs> and to meet a panda. And to meet a panda. All right. Meeting yeah. a panda, live off of Mike working three to four days a week. And well, that's that itself is a, is a lot of goals within it. So I feel like that's great right there. So you got, yeah, more than I need some short-term goals to get me there. Yeah. We all need some short-term so, goals. Uh, if you guys are interested in helping support my dream, please pledge to our Patreon SLPs wine and cheese. Or <laughs> if you want to buy my speech therapy products, uh, www.deverbrookcccslp.com slash shop. Um, and yes, uh, please support the show and my future endeavors. Cheers. Cheers to that. I'm going to drink to my TT to that. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking of uh, how now it's 2023 and we have, have we episodes. What? <laughs> have we mentioned that yet? That it's 2023. <laughs> We have, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we remember when we were thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when we were thirty or uh, turning thirty. It was we weren't thirty yet. Turning thirty, <laughs> that was an adventure. Now we're thirty-five. I know. I'm surprised. We are halfway <laughs> on there. That's intense. So 35. I told someone the other day I was 32. Oh, wow. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. Something. Something. (laughs) Yeah, I was, um, I was at a school and this woman was like, yeah, I was a SLP, but then I changed to being a teacher. I'm uh, 32. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 32 too. And she's like, yeah, I was born in 1991 or something. I was like, oh, I'm not 32. (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) that's my a different from a slp to a teacher yeah she just didn't like well i mean 
we could we should talk about this because it was yep. uh, a lot of people's first week back and I had a, a reel that got people really wound up Ooh. Um, Ooh, tell us more spill the tea why don't you so we're both in New York and we know that um Maria and I have had different careers um so she went straight to work in public school for the Department of Education as a direct hire yes and I did not do that I worked for a private practice and then I went through an agency and then nursing home and a professor. So I was just, I don't know, doing everything all over. Um, anyway, so as an independent contractor through the DOE, which I just filled out that paperwork because I didn't even like try to do that. I don't know. I didn't even, it's too many jobs. There's so many jobs. Independent contractor so for the DOE or like you take like um, per session through the DOE, like RSAs. Thing. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. So before I always did agency work. So I never did. I didn't work, get a direct contract from the DOE. I worked for an agency that got the contract and then gave me a W-2 and then signed me cases that they took. So it's like a middleman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then that, I guess, just at the time was easier for me. And also having a W-2 is nice because you don't have to worry about maybe going to jail every April because you don't know how to do your taxes on 1099s well isn't that why you hire the accountant but okay yeah you yeah I, I mean not a gambler no, right <laughs> Stop yeah my accountant died Stop. he got COVID what happened my accountant died of COVID oh I'm sorry to hear that me too I don't know how to replace him I mean it's sad for his family too but I mean I walked in and he was watching Newsmax and I had a mask on and he was like, you don't need that nonsense. And only one of us is here now. So, mm, okay. I'm not saying anything is connected. Okay. Fox News might have killed him, but who knows? Or Staten Island. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> We're going to say we don't know the answer to that and move forward. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm working on from last week episode, you know, just not knowing the cause of things. So this can be another thing. We're going to just say the facts are the facts and we're moving forward. Well, we do, we do know that COVID killed him. He died because of COVID. Okay. Those COVID are the facts. Killed him. Yes, that is a fact. Um, okay. Now, did he get COVID because he didn't believe in mask wearing and like to listen to Fox News 24 hours and even Newsmax? Maybe. Um, are you going to stop listening to this show because... I'm being political. I hope not. But um, I hope anyway. not because I'm just sitting here listening to your stories and I'm chilling, everyone. You know, you could be like me. Like sometimes we are allowing people to state their opinions and we could be just listening ears. And I'm OK with being a listening ear, especially on a Sunday afternoon. Right. Easy yeah. listening on a Sunday. Easy listening, everyone. <laughs> that's how that's how Maria like nice and easy. One line at a <laughs> you were saying anyway so I made so I um long story short I mean I don't even know how I got on this tangent probably the wine but I get all of these emails that are like urgent need for speech therapy in every single borough and now I work at this private practice speech in the city Upper East Side let us know if you want speech therapy um and I don't know my life is just so much better and even every time it's like, oh, this kid lives next door to you. 
But I'm like, I don't know if I could keep up with all of the like work that you need to do. Yeah. To, to take those cases, like the notes, the stuff online, the progress mm -hmm. reports, the, and I don't even know exactly because I haven't picked up straight from the DOE before like that. I've only picked up through an agency. I have two kids through an agency right now that are DOE kids. And it's just like, ugh, getting everything signed on every line and submitting notes in multiple places. It's just so much on top of trying to do your work. And, you'll, and it's like, what's more important? Yeah. Providing good speech therapy or like all of this excessive documentation. It's like there's so much documentation required because they're trying to avoid fraud, but they are requiring so much documentation. They are creating fraud in therapy progress is how I feel. Mm -hmm. These are very realistic issues that if almost we can like just... <laughs> Let the DOE just send this episode to someone up there. I don't even want to name drop because I work for the DOE. So I'm just like, listen, there's a lot of. Um, but Maria is a direct hire. So you don't have to deal with you have a much nicer life. That's the other thing that's harder because you get all of the benefits and the salary. Um, and the people who work directly for the schools. There's another thing that happened to me. So I did go into a public school at one point to supplement somebody's caseload because they couldn't see everyone. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I had a couple of hours available. I said, yes, I'll go in the schools a couple blocks from my house. Yes. So I go and they assign me the kids in the time block that I'm available. And then the SLP who's hot, who's the direct hire was like, oh no, I've been working my prep. That gives me extra money. Yeah. Don't take all those kids. I want to keep these ones. So they got to handpick every kid they kept. Yes. And then they wanted me to be there with hourly with now gaps in my schedule, mm -hmm. sitting around not getting paid so that she That's can get paid more, which did not work for me, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that did not work for Deb. No, no, no. Again, realistic issues that I have no answer to. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, but so then I made a reel that I was like, yes, you made the reel. Why there's such an urgent need. Mm, I think because a lot of people left from the vaccine also, and maybe they just need to hire more positions. Maybe there's they like hire more people. They, they should, should. A lot of people want that job. I guess it's about budget and stuff too. Every school mm -hmm. gets a certain budget but or is it like a district wide for the budget because we're related mm -hmm. so but do you want to work for the doe do i know yeah no, i don't yeah um so that's, no, that's awesome too what you have you know yeah but i mean i still get the emails that say urgent need urgent need oh, and it right. makes me think like why oh why is there an urgent need because you you make it hard for people to become direct hires and then even if somebody wants the flexibility of contract work you're making it even harder for them yeah that's true the contract work is hard for sure well there is a need and um yeah well that's not my job so I'm like no but how <laughs> is your job going Maria how is it it was your first week back it was my first week 
it was okay. I think I got a little sick though. Don't mm-hmm. talk prior point, but I guess I just I'm taking it easy this weekend. So I think I should be all right for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I was just reflecting, Deb, because as we mentioned, it is a new year and it uh, made me reflect about our past and previous podcast episodes. So one of my favorites is the one that we recorded with you and I and Janelle, and that was on Mike's uh, audio. So that was fun too, to have different audio headphones set. And I remember I late that night, it was an in-person recording and I was just late and I tried so hard not to be late and I left my apartment an hour. Whoa, see, I get into it an hour before and I was supposed to be there on time and then I missed an exit and I just was all flustered. But I loved uh, Janelle when she talks about the book, The The Power of Yet. And it just is something that one small little powerful word yet is um, such a great way to like alleviate some stress and flutters and anxiety that we experience, especially in a change, because I was on break for a good amount of time and I knew we were going to go back into the routine, going back to work. And I was just telling myself like, okay, maybe I'm not in the routine yet, you know, and it just like helps you to put things in a more like an alleviated tone, like, you know, just that small little word yet, you know? Yeah. So maybe not in the routine yet. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, you know, even if it is like something that you feel that's negative, but if you add the yet, it makes it like 10% less icky, you know, and that 10% is great. I'll take it. Yeah. I know yeah, you're then odds, right, Deb? Like 10%. Just right. I think you're 90% into it. Yes. Um, I did have some good sessions outside in the playgrounds. Oh, and hold on, of- before that, I love to tell you, I always think about that episode with Janelle, the power of yet. And I, cause like a great SLP mom, I let my son watch uh, Sesame Street YouTube all the time. Okay, and cool. there's no a song that comes on. That's the power of yet, 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 yet. That's the power of yet. And it's like, you tried to write, but you couldn't do the R something like it's like you like it's like you try to do this but you couldn't you try to do this but you couldn't but you keep doing it and I was like did Janelle really read this book or sing this song because this song really just kind of wraps up it sums up everything that we were talking about (laughs) perfect so have time to read books and but you have time to watch sesame videos yeah sesame video about this is it called the power of yet too sesame street power of yet um I don't even know who's singing it but it's uh, I could look it up. I love Power. it. Yeah. Um, motto. You could play that on for your students. Oh, I did have a great SLP win. I finally look at figured it. out. Janelle, Janelle Monet. Look at Janelle, that. Janelle Monet. She's in the yeah. glass. Might be nominated for Academy Award. I think she's just so like beautiful and glamorous. Yeah, she's wearing a tuxedo and she's singing it. So I'm like, one day I'm going to be that person who's wearing like a pantsuit to a wedding. I want to be. Ooh, okay. I have a yeah. wedding night and now you're making me rethink everything. Yeah. She wants us to dress actually cuz I'm kind of like a bridesmaid person. So Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I'm just a guest, maybe not if yeah. and you're Party. Well, if you're in a wedding where they let you pick your own outfit, 
Well, yeah, she did say black dress though. Uh, I'm going to dress on, try on some dresses. That's an outfits. Hmm. But yeah. I don't want to your dream though. You said you well, want, like, I'm, I'm just... saying no to every wedding moving forward. Only guests. I will only be a guest. I'm not in anyone's wedding moving forward. I'm okay. going to be 35. I'm out. <laughs> We're putting a cap now. Yeah, never bride's meet again. Um, what if cousin or something? I don't like care. A... All right. Everybody who loves me will not. They, If you love me, you know me. And if I say no, you're fine with that. Because I think I've established that in my life with everyone. They're fine with that. If I said no to you, wouldn't you not care? Um, well, that's the reason why I didn't have bridesmaids. So I was like, I don't really want to put anyone through anything. I just want to deal with my wedding my own way. But uh, so that's so yeah, I, I don't care. That's why. <laughs> so, I think it's already established. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah. I'm out. I don't know why everyone else has to be there and all the time and in my business. But that's just me. That's how I looked at it. Also, my advice, though, to anyone, if you want bridesmaids, certainly, certainly do it if that's what you want. Um, but focus on who is your very great friend right now, as Ooh. opposed to who has been your very great friend your whole life. Um, it makes things a lot easier. I mean, you could speak from experience. Um, you might be I right. Mean, about but I also changed my whole wedding because of COVID, so... Um, but I guess I'm speaking more from my sister's experience. Uh, so, but yeah, everybody who is my very good friend right now came to my COVID wedding. I didn't have any bridesmaids, but, um, yeah, so you guys were there and, and people who are still my very good friends throughout my life, they don't even listen to this. So it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to like say anything, but <laughs> they couldn't come. They live far away, but you know, it's, it was peak COVID um anywho yeah so I get it yeah let me hear about your outdoor activities sorry I cut you off before no okay I was gonna say you know I had a destination wedding too so I know there yeah. were a lot of my friends that couldn't make it and it's just like that was my decision to do that so I can't like hold it against anyone else which I don't you know so also for wedding planning I mean I I'm finally not wedding planning so now I feel like I could talk about this point yeah into this who might be think who might be getting married this year uh it's a lot to think about if you want a wedding party if you want a destination wedding i mean you know it's it's all i think you gotta just sit there reflect about it with you and your partner and you guys gotta do what makes you guys happy it's it's the celebration of your love and how yeah you to celebrate that is totally uniqueness to the couple so yeah I, speaking of uniqueness to a couple, I had a session and, uh, you know, I bring visuals with me when we go outside. So I had like, go, here you go. Thank you. My turn, your turn. And I also help with the slides. So we learned to take turns. So that's what I did with my session. And my student who is still an early learner was saying, up, I'm up. You have, sorry, I want to ask you a question. So with your visuals that you bring with you, you had stop go up and down is that it or have up or down he was saying it on his own it oh wow nice. yes I had yes no here you go thank you because I have them like in sentence strips that I make them on board maker and I keep them like just like functional phrases you know so like going down the slide you could I could even just cover here you and then I could just show go because it's just mm -hmm. like go. 
stop. And then like, you know, if there's some behaviors sometimes like someone screaming like, ah, just from like pure excitement and joy because of the slide and the sensory stimulation, I might point like, no, like easy, you know, our ears, because the ears do suffer a little bit from the screaming, mm-hmm. you know, bringing awareness to that. But also we're excited. So I'm phrasing some words. And then the student was like, up, up. And he was getting it because we were working on that in our sessions with the proper voicing and jaw and lip contact for that word up. Um, so that's the syllable shape we've been working on. And he was incorporating it in the um, playground, which was very functional and appropriate and great. So yeah, Deb, I bring visuals to the playground. That is what I do. And uh, I will put little sentence strips. I put, I make them on board maker, cut them out, laminate them, punch a hole punch in the upper left or upper right corner and put them all on a one to two inch binder ring. And some phrases that I recommend are stop, go, here you go, thank you, my turn, your turn, wait, uh, I am running, I am sliding, and you just hold them with you and then you could just put them on a ring. And then I personally am like up at the top of the slide and just making sure we're all turn taking and we're all safe. And then there's some people at the bottom, some employees at the bottom of the slide, make sure all the kids are safe and we're doing great, you know, playing safe, getting our sensory input, being outside, fresh air, all great things. So, you know, and even if they're not saying the words yet, you know, at least they're following the directives and the routines of safe playing in the playground. And uh, on that episode, you were winded, right, Deb? Because yeah. that's when we knew you were, you know, pregnant with Benjamin. Yeah. So, yeah. In case- on that episode of uh, the growth mindset with Janelle, I, uh, I can't believe I just, I, cause we took pictures that night. So I still use those photos as like promo stuff. And I just yeah. have this little belly. Yes. <laughs> so in case you missed the episode, here's a little clip. And if you want to listen to the full episode, just check out the show notes and it's episode 104. And you could just listen to the whole entire episode because it's a yeah. good one. 45 minutes, but there's some good moments in there. Yeah. Or you could scroll through your, your app. It's just episode 104 growth mindset. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining me here, Maria and everybody. Uh, stay tuned for Growth Mindset with me, Maria, and Janelle. That's right. Cheers. I'm pretty calm, chilling here, drinking this wine. So okay. I mean, this I'm, wine I'm is cheap. Practicing what you I don't are preaching. Home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go home. Yeah. You know, no, party we time. We were partying, girl. Cheers. Cheers. This is SLP Girls Night. Yeah, we're Ooh. loving it. We got some fancy dip. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to start link reclining and eating this dip. So Janelle, you want to talk to us about the growth mindset. So what yes. is that? Yes. So. She is so cute, by the way. She has her notebook with her notes. She yeah. is so ready to tell everyone who is listening right now about this growth versus fixed mindset. Yes, yes. Okay, so it's a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So is the ability to understand that your intelligence, your potential, your experiences, your talents 
can be altered, can be changed, can be progressed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think that, especially if they have the opposite, which is a fixed mindset, they think that they're, they can't be better than other people or they don't have the potential to thrive, to grow. And that's just a negative thought. So the more negativity you think, the more negativity you'll get. That's self-doubt. Now, having a growth mindset is just having that confidence, believing in yourself, believing in others, mm-hmm. believing that if someone else can do it, instead of being jealous, you're inspired by them. You want to learn from them. So it's being open to learning. They're not even like self-aware enough to even know that they're even doing that. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like so happy we have this topic mm-hmm. because, you know, maybe you don't even know, are my fixed? Am I growth? And now it just shows you, you have to pay attention to your thoughts, period. Mm-hmm. Just let's at least start with just listening to your thoughts and then maybe seeing, are they more positive? Are they more negative? And I think you're right. It's just basically being aware of it because you don't really change anything unless you're aware of it. So you kind of like have to pinpoint it and then deal with that discomfort, process it, you know, kind of get to know it and then learn how to break out of it. Right. You know, just to acknowledge and confront it prior to like breaking free from it. Right. I always tell people that when something's going on with you, you need to either like embrace it or break it. Like if you're finding yourself in a situation repeatedly, if if it's something inevitable, then you need to just like embrace that cycle. Like if it's a friend that is just like awful sometimes, but you want to be friends with them, then you just got to embrace their awfulness like maria is always late i will embrace it <laughs> thank you. so yes so some of my other friends what they do they tell me what time to meet but they tell me like an hour later well now you know i have i'm like not gonna 15 lie to minutes you. i know That's, i'm not gonna do it's like lie to me make it easier for me i'm not but it's fine i don't care i've embraced it i said that i even told janelle that maria is reliably late that you can rely on her to not be on time. So if you think you don't have enough time to eat or pee or shower, you do. And I wasn't, I was waiting for <laughs> her. You're welcome. I was waiting for her. I was like, we can make the session, you know, we can do the podcast much later. What for? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. So, so Maria, I'm just saying, so like, you have to embrace those things. But if I was so mad about it and it was like really disrupting my life, I would have to make the choice to break that cycle. I'd have to be like, Maria, you are consistently late. I mean, they're going to have to start lying to you or yelling at you. Right. One of those. But I don't care at all. Thank and at you. the end of the day, she shows up. <laughs> and I think that's what matters. Right. Things, moving things around. She's like p- making piles. And fully prepared. I'm like, sit that's down. I love it. I'm impressed. <laughs> like, like, remain. <laughs> <laughs> one time she just started, started cleaning my Brita I was like oh, I guess it was dirty it was it was dirty Dad, you're welcome I mean because I, I drink that water now and I'm like oh. do you ever go and sp- some some Why of the listeners so they know <laughs> do you not have it on your calendar when to change the filter like I do have I that one that new Brita this is a new Brita so that was like I was totally kidding totally kidding about that but I I will I will be well I have been quite cognitive of the Brita since that that event uh yeah so I've grown (laughs) she definitely has grown (laughs) we all have so I don't know what are some tips for discovering your mindset how do you figure that out how do we figure that out? Okay. Um, I think that when you fall, mm-hmm. don't 
don't be discouraged. Just fall, but fall forward. Move forward. I mm-hmm. have some examples. Yeah. It says what to tell myself when I'm feeling discouraged. Uh-huh. So like, for example, this is tough, but so am I. Right. Yep. And I may not be able to control the situation, but I'm in charge of how I respond. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. figured this out yet. Which, yeah, so those are some examples. Exactly. It's like being your own cheerleader, praising mm-hmm. yourself and praising the, the effort. I guess journaling too, though, right? Because then you would see like how you are, right? Like what thoughts you're associating with everything. So you might journaling. Yeah, I don't journal. Why? It's so fun. You draw. That's she's more of a drawer. You don't don't journal. Are you a journaler? Journaler? No, I like. I get a thrill out of doing videos. Yes. Oh wow, Janelle makes the best videos. She does like these like edit cut videos, and she finds clips from like all different like. YouTube videos and movies and I don't even know how she does it. Like, what do you screen record? How do you like, or do you like I, pull the just, files from but YouTube? But now that I have a new phone, I can just record it. But before that, I had like yeah. the iPhone 1. Right. That's how old my phone was. I would just hold it really nicely oh, and record the okay. TV. I always wondered. I was like, how is she just getting access to all these clips? <laughs> Manually. <laughs> know, it's like, oops. Yeah. Well, it works. I mean, because it would take so long to like rip the file and right. then find the timeline. That Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, she like, she, Janelle, uh, you can follow, plug both of your um, Instagrams. At Creative Class City. Yes. So my personal one is at Creative Class City. There's underscores in that one, isn't there? Oh, you know what? I don't even know. It might not know. matter. Oh, it might just pop up. Yeah. And, um, we'll tag her in the pictures and yeah. yeah. the posts. And Deborah is actually correct. Creative underscore class underscore city. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> Good job, Deb. And then here for her, which is hearing as in H-E-A-R-4 F-O-R her H-E-R, which actually stands for honest, effective, reliable communication. Yeah. So, so I did not know so, that. So Janelle's very inspirational on social media, but then she's also quite informative because she creates these like cut up videos that explain typical speech and language terms like um, uh, tinnitus or tinnitus. She did one of those. And then she also just had like one of the, I guess she just, you just utilize reels, which is the new feature. I, I'm, I'm now using that and I'm getting hooked on that. It's like TikTok, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. since I don't have TikTok, I was like, okay, right. this is my version now. And then she, it, she did like a bilingualism clip, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, check out Janelle on Instagram. But then, yeah, let's get back to like how we can discover our mindset and promote growth in ourselves, and then in turn also our clients. All right. So, um, I would teach growth mindset to students first. There's like three steps. I mean, there's many steps you mm-hmm. can have them visualize it. So even if they have a vision board, mm-hmm. that's good because they're visualizing something positive. They're visualizing a bright future. I did that with my kids. Yes, me too. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, and even with the kids with the complex communication needs, like whatever picture they liked. And like one kid, like he wanted to cut out a huge picture of a cat. And I'm like, I had no idea he even liked cats. And that's this hmm. tremendous picture of a cat. And I'm like, really? You you didn't strike me as a guy, kid who liked cats, but I think you do. Maybe (laughs) that cat in particular he liked. Yeah, maybe. It's also kind of like that executive functioning um, 
activity sort of well like the organizational thing get ready do done Mm -hmm. so like the first thing is you start with the done so that you can visualize that project complete so like that's essentially what you're saying it's like right visualize the perfect future put it down on a piece of paper so that's what you're going to look like when you're done exactly now here's how we get there Yep. And mainly focus on that process on how to get there. Because it's really about the journey, not just the outcome, you know? Mm-hmm. The effort, the struggle, that's right. really what matters. So it's like they the see do. that. Yeah, they see that visual. And it's like, how do I get there? Okay, this is what you have to do. You have to do this, you have to do that. So journaling, like you mentioned earlier, that's good. Visualization is good. Um, Praises, praise their effort. Don't praise their intelligence. So it's not, um, growth mindset is not saying you're so smart or you're so talented. No, it's like, how many hours did you put in? Okay, what did you do? Oh, you struggled, that's good, that's good. Is it difficult? That's great. Because I've I've learned this, I've learned that in, in a study that when a kid or probably an adult is actually having difficulties and they're struggling with something and they're problem solving and they're strategizing, there's neurons that that it's like they're, in their yeah, brain. Yeah, they're all firing. Firing so. and mm-hmm. connecting and creating and forming new um, links. And that is just making you stronger and smarter and smarter and faster. And mm-hmm. that's actually good. So you need to struggle. Yes. Yeah, that's I agree true. with that. Yeah. And I guess you can look at it from this perspective like – you know, if life was just always perfect, like that movie Pleasantville, where right. it was like yeah. every day, 85, right? It was yeah, just yeah. perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect. And then it's like, oh, life is kind of boring. So yeah. maybe sometimes those, you know, a life is sweet, but it's also is very sour too. And you appreciate those sweet moments when you have some sour moments. So it's a right. give and take. Exactly. Right. And you would appreciate like, you know, completing that marathon because it was such a achievement to... Mm-hmm overcome and it was a struggle to complete so it feels just as good to well it feels even better to have completed it because it was so difficult to get done right and then even even after you accomplish everything you kind of forget the struggle you can yeah. get the headache mm-hmm. because you're so happy that you even got there and even if you get to the pinnacle of your goal you're at the beginning of another goal right so it's, it's a process it's always a process you it's like grad school that. Yeah. And then being Mm. a, like, I don't even remember how, like, I remember grad school, like the lifestyle being really hard. Um, Mm -hmm. the Kate, like, I never thought the coursework was too hard. Maybe the workload was difficult, but not like the actual content to comprehend or anything. I felt like anatomy was hard. That was a lot of, that was a lot of cranial nerves. Oh, I was so interested in that. I was, but there was a lot and I wanted to memorize them. And you know, that Mm -hmm. like took, I needed like some flashcards. So yeah. Yeah, but, I definitely had to put effort towards it. Yeah. But I, I liked those classes the most. Like acoustics and uh, hearing science, I was like, all right. I was well, not a fan of that. I don't know what's happening. I'm like, I was okay, like, I'll take it. But let's just do <laughs> this. <laughs> like, it's like, what is this frequency <laughs> thing? <laughs> Remember that stick? <laughs> the tuning fork. The tuning yeah. fork, yeah. Ding. <laughs> yeah. Now, I did the love particles were vibrating. You did? Ah. Uh, it, it, it's I a point where I was clinic. like, should I be a, an audiologist? Man. Yeah. I think it might be a better job, but that's a different like podcast. We should get an audiologist. We on should. Yeah. I might know one. I might have to check double cross reference. All right, you figure that out. I will. Um, but yeah, so uh, I don't remember so like I guess like I overcame the struggle and it's over. But um, I do think being a speech pathologist is harder than learning how to become one. Um, oh, you think being one is harder than becoming one? 
Oh yeah. I think ah. so. Because I think as a student, you are like learning what is being taught to you and everything that you do or don't do directly affects you. But then as a speech pathologist, everything that you're doing directly affects other people. So like you could be exhausted in grad school and like get a B on a test and you're like, well, it's fine. It's just going to impact my GPA. But you can be exhausted as a speech pathologist and forget to do an IEP. And then you just messed up somebody else's education. Mm, good point. I get it. So the intense. stakes are higher. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so I'll just keep drinking this wine. Then. <laughs> That's true. But I do feel like in grad school, they they give you more work. It's more of a headache. And then when you're out in the field, you have more control of things. I agree with so Janelle. So it's, it's less. Yeah, maybe. But I do agree with you that if yeah, you're yeah. having a bad day, you're affecting everyone else. Yeah, you're just, that's, you're, it has nothing to do with you anymore, I And feel it like. isn't anymore. Yeah. I think once you're, that's it, you're with another, when you're with a student, a client, that's it. It's not about you anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. You have mm-hmm. more responsibility because you're now a professional versus a student where you're just learning how to yeah, be a you're professional. you're taking things in. Right. Right. And then as a professional, you're putting things out all the mm-hmm. time. And you want to do it ethically, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, it's important to discover like what your mindset is like because that's going to directly impact everybody else. And if you have a fixed mindset of like repeated negativity and rumination, then that's going to like impact everybody else around you. But if you have a growth mindset and you're constantly positive and you're saying that like you're here, but you can get there or I'm here and I can get there, then that is going to have a positive impact on everyone around you. Right. But it's also important to note that we all just humans we we alternate we go from fix right to mm. growth that's a good point and i feel like that relieves like more stress like maybe someone they are going through a hard time mm-hmm. and it's like oh to be positive might be so much right yeah i like to uh picture it like a ladder and then i listen i heard this in a pod another podcast brain coach and she was saying like think of like the opposite thought like oh i hate my stomach so the complete opposite is like i have great flat stomach and maybe you can't believe that you know that's too much but maybe you could just have like a neutral thought like this is my stomach that's a fact right that's right. your stomach mm-hmm. there's nothing positive there's no, it's just a statement so sometimes you gotta just start with like something neutral before you can move to like positive and that kind of reminds me of like how if we remember like thoughts are not really facts mm-hmm. they're they're just not facts they're just feelings they're like a state of being emotions and all of those are made up in our heads what's reality is how what we put out yeah so be good to people stay positive we can't always be positive but the most we can do is do what you just said think that we're fine right neutral yeah, yeah neutral. just be neutral just- it's virtuous, right? Just to be. demonstrate the middle ground between excess and deficiency. So you don't have to be excessively positive or ex- deficiently positive. You can just remain neutrally positive. Like things are fine. Right. <laughs> they but won't be, do that. But be good to yourself. <laughs> be good to yourself. Yeah. Like when in doubt, just tell yourself that you're good. Yeah. I always say you know? worry is the misuse of imagination. Right. But I didn't make that up. I found it on the internet. She does like to say that. Mm-hmm. I see here on Pinterest, they have some growth mindset for kids. Oh, okay. Uh, so like the bad seed, salt in his shoes, Nadia, something come couldn't and set, sh- she could, the thing Lou couldn't do. So even just like... Oh, stop. that Lou can do. That's mm-hmm. um, Vanita's, yes, Vanita's book. I don't know if that one is it, but shout out to her book too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's well, called it, The Thing Lou Couldn't Do. 
Maybe because Lou could do everything in her book, but that would be a good turn of events. Correct. If he, he was confronted with something he couldn't. So that makes sense. Definitely. So, yeah, let's uh, talk about the power of yet. Ooh, the power of yet. It, like I, I kind of mentioned a little bit of it earlier where it just gives students, if you're teaching this to your students, it gives them that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you are struggling now. You don't have what it takes now but it's just not yet. You'll get there because a lot of kids doubt themselves. They try to avoid it. They're like, okay, is this, are we going to get a grade for this? And they'll try their best just to get that A, whether it's cheating or whether they really, really want to study and try. But giving them that power of yet is just more of like giving them that, that confidence, that, that boost, that motivation to just want to, just to believe that you may not have it right now, but you'll get there. Yeah. It's just a, a thought process. And you want to heavily have that mind, that growth mindset built with that. Because together, they thrive. Just the same way having the law of attraction, mm-hmm. the positivity. All of that together, it's like mind-blowing. Yeah, I love that. I get. I should have said that. I had a kid today who was struggling to do the straw phonation with the bubbles in mm-hmm. the cup. And it just seemed like he would like... Blow the bubbles and then the hum. But to hum and blow bubbles simultaneously was quite difficult for him to coordinate that. And then he would like get quite like quiet and then distracted. And I was like, is this too tricky? You can tell me it's too tricky. And then like he just wouldn't say it. So then I was like, okay, let's just do our sounds. But I could have said to him like it's tricky now, but it's our first time. So that means that like you can do it another time and maybe you just don't have it yet. Right. So I'll say that to him. Yeah, definitely use that word yet to them mm-hmm. i like that exactly i'm gonna i feel like i'm on this train right now and you could tell that to a parent too you know right. like if they come to you like oh my kid can't do this can't do this and it's like okay you know you don't want to also like give too much right we don't have a crystal right. ball but you could just be like okay not yet they still need a lot of modeling and visuals and verbals but you know maybe we're gonna fade them but not yet you know just Absolutely. giving them throwing that word in there mm-hmm. I like, it's gonna be, that's my new favorite hope. word now yes i feel like that hope gives you that motivation you know i'm not done drinking this wine yet no, i'm gonna not pour yet. myself yeah. some more uh, there you go yeah janelle is like still on her first glass because she's so excited I, I'm, I'm like too excited i'm like Sorry. i'm not finished drinking yet good you keep partying <laughs> i'm partying I, after this traffic this is a party <laughs> oh i'm throwing it back 10 years ago what was it and our Facebook memories came up. Deb yes. and I were parting it up in the meatpacking district. Yes, we were. She, she, and I wasn't invited. <coughs> we, I didn't know you then. Fair yeah, enough, fair enough. Deb, it was, me, hold on. No, mm-hmm. no, 10 years ago. We didn't, I didn't know you <laughs> yet. <laughs> no, we didn't know each other yet, but uh, exactly. Maria invited you me see out. How we ended up knowing each other. <laughs> yes, so you didn't know each other yet. Um, but then, if you did, then Maria would have invited you out with her friend who invited a bunch of old rich guys to pay for everything, which was fine. I didn't fine. know that they were going to pay for everything. Well, I'm glad that they did. Me too. Because I was in grad school and yeah. had no money yet. We just- <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Um, so what have I been doing this week? Um, you know what I've been doing? The same old thing. And you know what? Today, a kid was like, but wait, are we done? We didn't even do cards yet. And I was like, look, this kid's used to the routine. They thought we were going to keep going. Yeah, we already did all the time. So me doing a routine has established to that child that like the tasks are achievable and they have set expectations. 
then I changed the routine and they had no clue that because they're waiting for the old stuff to happen. So you know what? Keep a routine and then abruptly change it. That's my tip. Or that's cool. I like <laughs> sometimes or you keep it the same because you're freaking me out. Or have fun Fridays. Oh, okay. Fun Fridays. That's good. I don't work on Friday, so every Friday is fun for me. Fun Thursdays for you then. Yeah. TGI. But see, I couldn't even do that because my schedule would only so then kids that I I don't see anybody every day. So then those kids that are only on Thursdays. Like every day is fun day. <laughs> yeah, every day would just be <laughs> fun day every day. Yeah, but that works if you're in a school and you have higher mandates and frequencies. But yeah, you know, everyone's different. Right. But for me, within my session, I do keep a very regimented um, like routine. And then to this week, I just decided to deviate. And kids were like, but we didn't do the thing yet. And I'm like, well, it's over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Do you have any tips or tricks for our listeners? Speech related? Or life. We'll take anything. Tips and tricks. Trick or treat. Let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can go while you problem solve and think yeah, of a tip or trick. Yeah, let me think trick. about that. I don't have it yet. Yes. I really like boom cards. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love oh, boom cards. Ooh, I love what that are we going to do today? Boom cards. I was like, oh, what's this kid's speech I'm- goal? Oh, type it in here. I start to think that like. Boom cards are teletherapy. Like, that's how much I'm doing boom cards. <laughs> like, that's what I'm like, it was a, I didn't even think, like, it could be a tip. Because I'm like, isn't that it? <laughs> like, <laughs> boom cards are great. I like YouTube, uh, too, though. Sometimes, yeah. like, let's just hit up a video here. Let's, what do you want to watch, you know? So It's my turn <laughs> to play. <laughs> I do do that song a lot in speech. Yeah, so my tip mm-hmm. is to work on yes-no questions. And right. I just feel like they're so important. And now I'm really focusing on them with my kids. And I feel like even with older kids, you can try some even some funny ones or like have them ask their peer ones, mm-hmm. some simple questions. And just have fun with that. It's just such a, it can be so, so narrow of like, is this a cat? Is this a dog? To like uh a joke or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. You could just do so much. Like I just yeah. feel like run with that. I have a suggestion right. to add on to Maria. So I like to do absurd yes, no questions. Mm. So like, let's say one student is working on yes, no. And another one is working on either like morpho, like morphosyntax or just um, articulation. So I like to say, do you like to eat bees? And they'll be like, no. And then I'll be like, okay, tell me the whole story. I don't like to eat bees. So it could be like negation pronouns. So Maybe one kid's strictly working on yes, no, but I can create, like, a, I can target multiple goals. If Plurals. I, yeah, yeah. There we go. Lots of things. Yeah. Adjectives, anything. Yeah. Do you like to eat baseballs? No. What? <laughs> Commenting. Even porosity. Like, no, I don't like to eat. Yes. That. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Every good thing. Oh, you could work on that with adults as well. Yes. Yes, no mm-hmm. questions. So It's also in coloring book, uh, color and speech book two. If you got it for 90 cents, you're welcome. <laughs> as long yes. as you downloaded it you're welcome hopefully you saved the file <laughs> <laughs> my tip is to save files <laughs> don't tell me you didn't do it yet <laughs> my, my tip is not to jump the gun yeah right? that's a good one and buy things on the computer yeah not on your phone don't jump the gun <laughs> i like that very good these are all great tips mm-hmm. so we usually like to end our episode with a quote so janelle do you have any nice quotes to leave us with as our guest of honor? 
Oh, the guest of honor. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Um, don't be hard on yourself. You know, I feel like a lot of people are very hard on themselves, and we are. We should be our own best friend, not our enemy. And despite the struggles you're going through, just know that you're not alone. Everyone has their own struggle. A lot of people hide it very well. Um, just remember that those struggles will make you into the person you will become. You're just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. You are enough. Um, and yeah, just stay positive. And when you're not positive, it's okay because not everyone's perfect. Not everyone's positive, but just lift yourself up. And like I said earlier, if you fall, fall forward and keep it moving. Oh, I like that. Love it. All right. And this has been another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. Please check us out on Patreon for bonus content, www.patreon.com slash SLP's Wine and Cheese. And leave us a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so very much for listening. Good night. Hey, everyone. If you love the show, let us know. DM us on Instagram at SLP's Wine and Cheese Pod underscore in between each word or email us SLP's Wine and Cheese at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Thank you.